Hi, this is Thomas with Believe in the Run. This is Robbie with Believe in the Run. And this is Megan with Believe in the Run. Megan, I already drank one electrolyte today. You are lit. Do you know what flavor this was? Uh, I'm reading the label, so yeah. <laughs> what, what is it? Grape. It is grape. Okay, see, that's another one I probably wouldn't get down with. Yeah, I, I just assume anything liquid grape in a bottle is going to taste like cough syrup. Right, right. Yeah, but delicious cough syrup. <laughs> yeah. Like the, and you put a little codeine in there. I, I will tell you, when I gave the boys an option to get an electrolyte, mm-hmm. the, uh, my oldest went straight for the grape. Really? Yeah. I feel like some people, they're in the grape or you're not in the grape. But it's it's very polarizing. I don't think there's people that are like, oh, grape's okay. So, so far, Meg, we've learned that you don't like coconut. <laughs> you don't like grape. What flavor? Luckily, is- there's 14 flavors. <laughs> 15. Of, uh, 15. <laughs> <laughs> there's 15 flavors. Um, I mentioned this last time, but the strawberry kiwi one is very good. The mango one's good. I haven't tried this blue raspberry situation you have here on mm. the table. Oh, that's uh, not try it. I'll crack it out. Is that like the Glacier Ice Gatorade? You not know, to, not to mention another. Yeah, thing. I don't know about that. <laughs> um, yeah, this is taste. I'm so nervous you're going to spill it on our keyboard. Oh, God. Taste it. I can't. Drinks over keyboards. That's that should be the name of your next out. band. Drinks over keyboards. That one's pretty good. <laughs> That'd be good. Just, Double entendre. Yeah. You could also do like keyboards. Like, yeah, yeah. I like that. I like it. Lounge okay. singer Robbie. You might be wondering why we're talking about Electrolit, Meg. Yeah, they are, again, a sponsor this week. Um, we've been chatting them up and drinking a lot of them. Oh, this one tastes straight like an icy pop. Yeah, that's exactly what that tastes like. Robbie, if I pour some of this into uh, either this bottle or this cap, would you taste it? Um, yeah. Which do you prefer? The blue ice? No, which do you prefer, the bottle or the cap? <laughs> oh, the... The yeah, bottle, the, dude. Put it in oh, a bottle. Yeah, I guess you can't bottle. drink right. from a tiny okay. cap. Well, I was trying to think of one to simulate doing a shot or not. Ugh, you know. Shotornot.com. Okay. Close your eyes. Pretend it's a hot summer day. You're around 12 years old. You're running around. You're like, I really want an icy pop. Okay. Oh, icy pop's word the jam. Okay. His eyes are closed. <laughs> He's drinking. That does taste like the juice in the bottom of an icy pop. Right. Just took you back a little bit. Yeah. Did you, when you ate an Icy Pop, did you, were you one that just ate the Popsicle straight up or did you try and melt the whole thing? No, melting was the worst. Oh, really? You mean? The melted part was too sweet. You needed the ice in there. That was the best part. Oh, jeez. Is that not the best part? I was was a a middle grounder. I let nature take its course. Yeah. But that last shot. That was too much. That was like the sweet kiss of, like, mm. it was the end. Like, mm-hmm. you you did your icy. You probably got a little bit of frozen throat because you can't control yourself with those things. Yeah. And then <laughs> it's down and there's nothing left. And there's a little bit of sadness in you that you've completed the icy pot. The worst is, like, you have to kind of let it melt a little bit to start pushing it. And if you really want that popsicle and it's straight out of the freezer, you're just, like, you're just trying to chew the top off. Oh. To, you know what I and mean? And then you get the cut lip yeah. <laughs> from doing it. Yeah. All right. Yeah. But I'm sure Electrolit, you don't have to you don't have to worry no, about cutting your lips. You can just twist that top right off. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. Unless you freeze it, then, <laughs> which I don't then know. that's a whole other situation. I don't know. The salt level's so high in that it might not even freeze. Oh, it'll freeze. 
Okay. It'll definitely freeze. Like um, but you... yeah, speaking of salt, it is formulated with the optimum balance of electrolytes, including sodium, magnesium, potassium, and calcium. Do you think if you had a full lake full of that beverage, which would look very tropical <laughs> and cool? Um, Are you saying like a wave pool? Do you think you could float in it like the Great Salt Lake, that kind of thing? I don't know what You're the density. You're going to be buoyant in that thing for sure. Yeah? yeah? Yeah. I don't know what the density of the Great Salt Lake is. So we, I'd need that. Maybe you could look that up on the Google machine. I think it's buoyancy is the word you're looking for. Yeah, but the density. I like that. The you density. Want to say that again. <laughs> <laughs> Booyah. The buoyakasha. The the density. Well, the density of the salt compared to the buoyancy of the of the mass in in the salt. I'm just throwing out terms there okay. that make no sense. <laughs> no, it's in the computer. Um. Anyhow. Hey, guess what? This is our podcast about running and all things, including getting lit, um, and that we talk about on a weekly basis. Uneventful week, but very eventful. Oh. Like, I feel like we didn't, this week was a down week that we weren't traveling someplace or doing something, but I feel like a lot still happened. Yeah. What did happen? (laughs) Okay. At least for me, anyway. Wait, so, well, let's start with you then, because yeah. I'm really I'm interested to hear what happened. Would tell us what happened, uh, Thomas. All right. So you you know Jeremy Ardenoy. Yeah. He's probably one of the top runners in the DC, Not probably Baltimore yeah, metro sure. area. And the guy has had some injuries that have uh, you know affected his running and his time off. And I finally, with my foot, I was like, I can't take it anymore. It's I've been it's months now that I've been doing the up and down with the thing. So I was like, talk to Jeremy and he had an orthopedist that he recommended. So I finally went to the orthopedist mm-hmm. and it was kind of cool. It was bad, but kind of cool at the same time. Now that's different from an ornithologist that mm-hmm. studies birds, right? You mean robots? Is an ornithologist a bird studier? Robot studier. Are you sure about that? Robot studier. Are you not, are you really not tying this together? Uh, Birds aren't real, fool. <laughs> oh, the robot. Oh, my oh, God. I, was like, <laughs> I thought you were joking. No, no. <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> Thank you, Megan, for being like, on board. <laughs> I just, I couldn't fathom that he couldn't fathom I know. That. I was like, I was waiting for it to, his eyes to open. It's been a while since we've, we've done the birds and robots thing. Maybe yeah. I've been um, brainwashed by a bird. You have. I you saw know, one staring at you. The birds that sound like car alarms outside your window, mm-hmm. maybe they finally got to me. They did. They're like, <laughs> enough. <Okay. laughs> um, All right. <laughs> that just blew my mind. <laughs> anyway, so I go to the orthopedist. <laughs> Sorry. Honestly, I feel bad about that. All right. And we, t- we took x-rays. <laughs> yeah? Yeah. Did you have to wear uh, no. one of those dentist, dentist vests? No, because it was my foot. Oh, I still would ask for the vest. Yeah. It's like a weighted blanket. It is blanket. like a weighted blanket. We were just talking about those. Really? Yeah, yeah, we were um, on Feel for the Soul. Uh, no, so we got the x-ray. And you know, remember when I said it felt like uh, it reminded me of when I had a stress fracture? Yeah. Turns out no. that I had, like, the bone had healed, but it looks like I was getting close to a stress fracture. On my second metatarsal, you could see on the third one where I had done it years ago. But so, did you? You did have a stress fracture before. I have. I had, and you knew that you had one before. Oh yeah, I had to wear a boot and did the whole whole thing. Oh, that's right. That happened. Okay. And um, this time, I was like, I don't know. It's moving around. I don't think it's a broken foot. And I talked to, you know, some um, PT people, and they're like, that doesn't sound like a stress fracture or anything like that. So, but according to the 
you could see like where the bone expanded and then healed over. So she said, uh, I told her what I had done. I said that, you know, I, I ran and when it started to feel bad, I would cut back the mileage, get on the bike, do the lever, mm -hmm. do all this stuff. She's like, you probably saved your foot. She's yeah. like doing that and shutting it down and uh, kind of like restarting uh, was what kept it was it, it was able to heal. Okay. And she said, if it wasn't, you'd see all these like gray lines in it where it was a stress. She goes, but you actually look like you're pretty good to go right now. Oh, okay. Oh, so you don't have a stress fracture. I do not, but it's first time in my history of running that I had the self-control to stop when something didn't feel good, back off yeah, and then do it. So the last like three, four months have been on and off since the Brooklyn half. Right. Brooklyn half. I'm lucky I got out of that with my foot. Yeah. Cause that was maximum pain at that point. Yeah. Um, and there's a lot of cannibals along that course. So there you are made it out alive. Yeah. And so, yeah, I don't. Know I don't them, even know that. It was cool. Um, so you, so you're actually good. What's the? So I don't understand. <laughs> it, it hurts, but you're good. It, that's the weird thing is I still have some aching in the foot, which I don't know what that is. It could just be tendon uh, working on it. But she was like so cool. She was like, "Look, you can have. Here's my email address." She's like, "Go and do your regular Saturday run, mm -hmm. and if it doesn't feel good, call me. We'll do an MRI." Or we'll do some gait analysis and stuff because I showed her my picture from Falmouth where my foot is like turning inwards. She's like, "Yeah, you pr that, you should probably get that fixed." Is that um, your weird foot? Yeah, it's or, the foot that's always it's the same one. Yeah, okay. So she uh, gave me her email address and I just wrote her back at the end of the weekend. Said, "Hey, my run went well." Uh, oh, so it I'll did go well. You know. The Saturday, Saturday run. Yeah, I mean, I I I felt good. I ran in the shoe that we're gonna be talking about. What here else in a did second. you run in? What? Wait, what? <laughs> I said, what else did you run in? What did I run in? <laughs> Never mind. No, you can't. I'm leave. so confused. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> On Saturday for your long run? Yeah. What'd you run in? I oh, is it a clothing item? No. Oh. I can't, I can't even think of what she's talking about. It's something you took beforehand. Oh, we're not talking about that. <laughs> oh, snap. Okay. All right. All right. Yeah, we might get flagged. Um, off the record, maybe we'll talk about that one. Yeah. <laughs> Thomas, Thomas's new uh, path to success. <laughs> road, to, road to New York City. Exactly. <laughs> uh, Swing by. Uh, anyways, so that's cool. That's good. That's good news. It was good, but I have to say... I'm going to save this lady. Like for, she needs to be saved? No. <laughs> oh. But like if I say her name on this podcast, uh -huh. everybody's going to go to her because she was the coolest. Like she was like, keep running. Well, it was the first this. time when Thomas came back from a doctor that when he was talking about her responses, like you could tell she got runners. Right. Like she understood runners. She knew like he's not going to take off. Like she, she talked to you like. But hold on. Someone who understands running. I, yeah. that, that is always very rare to find and awesome. So you're telling me you don't want to mention her name because she doesn't like getting business? No, I'm saying <laughs> if, if say that I gave out the name on the podcast, yeah. everybody so? in this area would want to go to her. Okay. And you want to save her best. for yourself? And I'm like, Robbie could get injured. I need to, like, if if I give her name out to everybody. Wow, you're, you, you thought of me? 
Because yeah. you're like, Robbie's going to get injured yeah. in the next month, and he's going to need to go there. She's going to be full. Yeah, I don't want her to be all booked up. <laughs> well, I appreciate For that. For me either. But yeah, like, okay. So, you know, I told her about how much we were doing and like the races that we've run and this and that and kind yeah. of like how much I put or asked my feet and body to do, mm-hmm. and especially at my age. And then I also said, look, I... I want to be long term. I want to be able to, you know, be running when I'm 80. Yeah. And oh wow, you have it's a long timeline. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And she did not. She did not flinch and was like, really? okay. And here's it. She's like, here's the things that we need to look at to keep you healthy and keep you running. I just assume you'd be in one of those uh, reclined bicycle things at that point. I've seen a couple of those in the park. Yeah. I can't tell if it's exercise or a re- relaxation. Is it? Because they're leaned back so far? Yeah. I'm like, <laughs> it doesn't look like you're doing anything. The funny thing is they put flags on them. So you well, they have to. Otherwise, otherwise, you'll get hit by a car yeah, or something. Yeah, but they're getting creative. They're not just the orange flag anymore. Now they've got like, ones that look like little kites. Oh, it's, it's almost like, uh, like you're sailing across the ocean, but you're really just <laughs> on a local bike path. Yeah. Nice. I've seen them in Patterson Park. Yeah. But yeah, so I'm back to uh, regular training. So I'm excited. Like this week, I was able to get um, for our train to NYC, which I need to write. My yeah, I was going to say, I wouldn't know because you haven't written your Oh, snap. I got to do it. But uh, I did uh, 33 miles, which is is an inc- Well, not really. I've, uh, two weeks in a row that I've been able to do that. But I'm confident now I had my coach put back in speed work and stuff like that so mm-hmm. that I can start actually building for New York City. So I am. Who's your, I'm pumped. Megan, your coach? Yeah. Oh, okay. <laughs> Thought it was. I like to keep it separate. I like. Like yeah. we got our work relationship, we got a marriage, and then we also coach, have a, a coach athlete. Thing. Yeah. Wow, it's like you're role playing your whole life. Pretty much. Yeah. Pretty much. <laughs> Except it's real. Yeah. <laughs> All right. <Anyways. laughs> For Megan. Yeah. <laughs> but yeah, excited to excited to start kicking it up. Cool. Doing it. I like it. Um. What about you, Robbie? Well, how's running? It's been actually pretty good. I feel like Falmouth kicked it off. Yeah, it helped me feel better. I saw you running one morning. Did you? Yeah. Um, I waved to you. You waved back. Oh, yeah, yeah. Yeah. That was a cool moment. It was. And uh, no, it's been pretty good. I've been, I think I ran 27 miles last last week, which was good enough for me. to, I ran, <laughs> like, all, for me, I ran a long run, which is all, a twelve mile long. Oh, run, you did, which is what mattered. The Where'd most. you do that? Alpen PA. So I ran it with two, uh, two like believe in the run fan people. So one is, remember I was at an Orioles game and somebody was sitting like two rows behind me and recognized recognized me. Well, he was from Harrisburg, so I was I was like. I had a couple drinks and I said, "Yeah, next time you're, <laughs> next time I'm up there, let me get your number. I'll like text you and like we're going to run," which was true, but you know. And then I did, and so he came out, and then this other guy who, like, I think I remember, I think I talked about him before. His name's Andy. He listens to the podcast. Shout out. He used to be a fan of the band I was in back in the day, and then he was a fan of Believe in the Run, and then he connected Put it together. Out. Yeah, and then. We so he came out. And so okay, wait. I have a question. Are you ever like nervous? Like, you've never run with these people before, right? What if they're like six minute milers, or what if they're like sixteen well, minute milers? Well, he did say 
um, he was slower. So the one guy, uh, Brian, um, but it's spelled with an O, so it's like Brian. And he had he has cystic fibrosis. Do you know what that is? Because mm. I didn't know what I it heard was. Of it. I don't know what it is. It kind of falls into those. For me, it's like there's there's a lot of those two letter conditions that I never. I feel like I get them all mixed up. Okay, so what's this one? So this is where it's a genetic um, disease. What's a condition that you have limited lung capacity? So like he had for a lot of his life, he was at like 30% lung capacity. What do you do for that? So I think you can take some drugs, um, but he, he said he wanted to try getting into running to see if that would help. And it did. Now he has 50, what? 56% lung capacity. But he still ran. He was like, I'm just warning you, I run like a 930 to 1030 miles. Like, that's fine for a long run, whatever. And we did ran like 10 minute miles. But like, think about it. 10 minute miles with 50% lung capacity is pretty crazy. I don't even know what that means. Like, yeah. Put, just, a, put, like, put a bag over your head and <laughs> cut see out how one far of, you can Well, run. I mean, imagine cutting out one of your lungs. I feel like that's going to be hard to run on. I haven't done that either, but. Yeah. I mean, how do I know I don't? I have a feeling you know. You know how much lung you use? <laughs> I've never tested my lungs. Uh, well, I mean, I don't Maybe know. like when you have a... Um, what if, Robbie, you're only used 40%? I don't think that... Like you only use 20 I think I would notice. Yeah. <laughs> but yeah. anyway, so that was... Yeah. I definitely use, only use 40% of my brain. <laughs> but I need that Bradley Cooper pill. What was that? What's that movie where he takes... I that love pill? that idea of that movie, but then you turn to a crack addict. Oh, is that what happened? I mean, basically, you, you need to you need to just keep taking more and more. I mean, that was just basically fentanyl that you didn't die on, right? I think it was an Adderall. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, what was that called? Illuminated. No, no, it was a one word like yeah. Brain rush, like transcendence. Well, yeah, or something. Like that. Anyway, so yeah, I went running with them. It, it was pretty. It was pretty nice. Uh, it's a place I really like to run at home where it's shaded the whole way. Nice. So, so I mean, here's the crazy tunnels. thing. Like, Robbie in Baltimore, solo runner. Robbie in Harrisburg? I'm not a solo runner, though. I just, in the week, I run such weird times, I feel like, that, like, I either get up really early or I'll run, I don't know, just, like, like after I drop my kids off at school for five miles or... So it's just random. It's never like the time when people run, like when you run. You know what I mean? Yeah. And well, so, it is. You could have done the CDL run. Yeah, I forgot about that. Yeah. <laughs> I, I just forgot. I, w I w literally wanted to run it, and then I just forgot that it happened. But the and that's not the commercial driver's license run. That's a different thing we did. de Leon. So, but but anyway, so it was good. It was good running. Felt good. I ran in the Solomon Phantasm S Lab. Yeah, the red, red and white too. one. Yeah, their new race day shoe, which like it wasn't a great um, ten minute mile shoe, right? Ten minute miles on rail tr crushed gravel, yeah. not really the yeah. Yeah. surface. That so absolutely not what that shoe is made for. I'm not counting it as a towards the review, but went to see how I felt. It felt good. Um, I did want to say, well, first off, shout out the one guy who ran with us, Andy. He hooked me up with some tickets to the O's game tonight, so nice. oh, wow. I'm pretty excited about that. But I don't even. How are you even working today? Like, you usually get so excited. Oh, it's it's all. <laughs> it's coming. It's contained. Did you get a bobblehead tonight? 
No, there's like the other night. Oh, there's no. Yeah, because okay. it wasn't there. All right, first check-in. Man, you're in for a ride today on this podcast. We're all over the place. But we appreciate you being here. And what I want you to think about right now is, man, we're getting towards marathon season. So if you're not training for a marathon right now, you're at least hearing people talk about it. And, you know, we're in that thick of it. So whether you're running Berlin, Chicago, New York, you're going to start seeing people rack up those miles. And, man, isn't it kind of like FOMO when you see that? You see their Strava and the numbers are going up. Just remember to stay with your own training. Do your easy runs easy. Don't worry about the mileage. It'll come. And just let people do their thing. You do your thing. Can I tell the story that I told you guys last week, just in case that person's yeah. listening to this podcast? Yeah. Okay. Do it. So Remember the story. I was... Well, here you go. I had to pick my kids up from from aftercare at school last week. I was driving home on the street. It's one way. I drive it every oh. single day or ride my bike on it every single day. In this case, I was driving as slow as I could go with still driving a car, like 15 miles an hour. And, uh, you know, there's like a little a lot of side streets that come off this because we're in, you know, like Baltimore says so like those alley streets. And as I'm driving past one slowly, I see a runner like slam one of his brakes right beside my car. And he was kind of in my blind spot where that, where you're like your window the frame meets your windows, mm -hmm. you know, frame meets body. Yeah. And I have my window down and he yells at me and he's like, dude, you just ran a stop sign. And I'm going so slow. I can have a conversation with him. I didn't without even tapping the brakes. <laughs> and I just looked at him and was like, dude, there, there's no stop sign back there. And which there isn't, because all the stop signs on the street have stop bars and everything. And so I kept going, and he's still yelling after me, like, you ran a, I don't know if he swore or whatever, but you ran a stop sign. And I'm yelling back. I'm like, there wasn't a stop sign back there. And I want it so bad, you know, like, there's so many life regrets that you have, like, to just go around the block and stop or just stop my car right there and get out and just say, gentlemen's bet, $50. Straight up, you check to see if there's a stop sign. If you lose, you have to pay me $50. And see if he would have taken that bet. Because I think he would have. And that's free $50 that I missed out on. He, he, he wouldn't have given it to you. You don't think so? No. But the he sounds part, ragey. The part that I was mad about was that I'm always a runner having to deal with asshole drivers running through stop signs. And now I have to, now I was, the one Falsely time accused. I'm a driver dealing with an asshole runner who ran a stop sign <laughs> and blaming me for running a stop sign. So if you're listening to this, whoever you are, guy, wearing a black t-shirt, running on Foster, I want that money. All right. Pay up. The even, mustache even is spoken. <laughs> but anyways, so I don't know. Maybe he had like, maybe he was on a long run and had... Long, long runner's brain. Yeah. Like it sounds he, like he was out of fuel. Because there was like a do not enter sign and it looked maybe like behind that was a stop yeah. sign. Um, and he was like, I, I own this road. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> do you know, speaking of long runs, do you know how many miles Meg ran last week? Uh, yeah, a lot. I don't know. It's always more than 80. No, it was 80 last week. Okay. But this week, guess what it is? Uh, I think you told me, so I think I already more. know. 94? It's yeah, it's going to be between there and 100. somewhere above there. Um, OK, no, but you know what I realized this past week? My long run, which is 22 miles, fell on a Wednesday. Mm -hmm. 
you get so much more respect for a long run on a Wednesday than a Saturday or Sunday. So all of you people without jobs out there, <laughs> don't wait till Saturday. Yeah, do, do it on a weekday and people will think you're incredible. Do, whenever I see people on the freeway or on the expressway mm-hmm. and it's like a regular day and they have like their car loaded up with mountain bikes and kayaks and stuff and you're like, where are you going? Yeah. Like this is a work day. And that you know they're so happy inside. They've loaded up. They're going someplace. They're like, screw that. Yeah. Do you think they're on vacation or this is just like their day? Well, that's what I feel about you doing the long run. It's like everybody. We were still like, in here at like normal time. It I know, but it's like it, that. That's why there's that. I think you get the extra kudos because it's like you're breaking the rules. Like you're you're doing. You're mm-hmm. it's unconventional. Sure. Yeah. Yeah, and I didn't even know that. Now I actually felt a little bit bad about it because I I realized I was working with you that day and didn't congratulate you or anything. Yeah, it's we okay. we I tried to external. we tried to get her a t shirt and a medal. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Next time I expect uh, some sort of medallion. Okay. Yeah. I mean, when you're getting up into mileage, that's like crazy on a thermometer. That's how you know it's getting it's good. like above yeah. fever. Yeah. Yeah. Like you're getting into well at 27, you're also getting into bad thermometer area. <laughs> True, that's pretty cool. True, yeah, on both ends. That's, that's both dead. Ends of the spectrum. Yeah, yeah. Um, Marathon training by the thermometer. You, you want to be in the living area. That's how you also know that. Yeah, yeah. You want to get into the Pacific Northwest climate for your for your both your runs and your mileage. Oh yeah. Um. But do you think you're going to make it, do you think you'll ever get up to like the, uh, what's like a really bad disease, like a disease that has a really high fever? What's dang fever? What is that? I don't know. Did you just make that up? No, it's, it's a, that's a real thing. The dengue, dengue, dengue. I think it is dengue fever. Uh, Alex Trebek. What is dengue? Breakbone fever? That sounds terrible. Ooh, that does sound yeah. pretty bad. That's so, you're so feverish you break bones. It's from a mosquito bite. Okay. So maybe you'll get to that level at some point. So you know how people are afraid of sharks? More mosquitoes kill people than sharks ever have. Oh, yeah. There's got to be so many more. Yeah, but sharks are terrifying. Like but, why? Okay, in the ecosystem, be- why do we need mosquitoes? Like, is there that many birds eating them? Is that... I well, mean, like bats love them. I know that. Do they? But they need to work harder then. Because, um, like, I should never see a mosquito. Yeah, mosquitoes and rats, I feel like needs to be a better explanation for their existence but more people die from mosquito bites but also more people encounter mosquitoes like every day that's probably that's because you don't have to learn how to swim to meet it sharks are very avoidable you don't go in the water but megalodons can apparently jump out of the water and get you i don't know but man i sometimes i'll just see people finding megalod meg uh teeth like on in florida and stuff that makes me so jealous because imagine if you just found a shark tooth that was the size of your hand. I haven't seen that, kind but of necklace you can I, make with that. It, that would it be a necklace or a medallion at that point? Yeah, meg medal, meg metal. Yeah, yeah. I some people Meg-alien. are really good at finding shark teeth on the beach. I am the worst at it. I I think I sometimes I feel like maybe I'm getting tricked or something. Because I agree. I spent a lot of time on probably same. the same beach that you're on in Amelia Island or yeah. Fernandina, and and it's not a well trafficked highly trafficked no, beach it's very quiet not a lot of people and there's and i mean i'll even have I take my kids sand what do you call it like 
panning for gold thing. Panning for teeth. And yeah, <laughs> and I just I'll go for like an hour and can't find any shark teeth. I and haven't found one. Ever. Yeah. And yeah. I go and her mom who goes on the beach and she's like, Beep. No. There you go. Really? Some people just find them. Some people have the eye. <laughs> I don't I don't have it. I have an eye for finding like Trash. heroin needles yeah. on the ground and instead of shark teeth. So I'm glad I've been blessed they're, with that. They're almost as dangerous. <laughs> yeah. Do you think one day you'll be that guy with the metal detector out on the beach? Oh, I would love to be. I mean, I had, when I was a kid, I was, I, all I wanted was a, me, a good metal detector, which I got a metal detector. wasn't that great. And I just found like a couple of nails in my backyard. It wasn't even, wasn't even that great, but I've always wanted to be that guy. Yeah. You got to go to the beach. You can't think, go in your backyard. But I think metal detectors, I think it's another thing like water beds where they're not, they used to be cool <laughs> in the 80s, early 90s, and now they're just not. Uh, pretty cool sure metal detectors were never cool. I do. I, okay. I, I wouldn't say they were cool, Agreed but I do feel that there was a time where metal detectors had like a moment. Yeah. Like a lot of people, like you go to Radio Shack and they were like. I had one from Radio oh, Shack. There you go. Yeah. It was that was the one good one I had, and then I don't even know what happened to it. I think it. My dad probably shut the garage door on it and broke it in half. Talk about a shit show. Radio Shack used to be the like it had the coolest stuff, and then nothing. Yeah, like, I mean you could get anything there. It, anything for electronics. Yeah. <laughs> okay. If you need to fix a tube amp, you are set. According to Google, the 1950s and 60s was when metal detecting was popular as a hobby. Did that, was there a word for people who metal detected? Um, yeah, that's just have that's just having a child hang them upside down with a magnet on their head. That's probably what they're doing back then. That's because what what kind of detection was actually? Oh, that's probably when they were looking for mines that weren't blown up yet. No, but they're saying that's when it also became popular as a hobby. Well, think about it. the The technology came from a detectorist. World yeah, there is there is a. Um, there's actually a pretty good BBC show called Detectorist. Oh. It's pretty funny. It's one of the guys from the British office and um, plays Gareth in that show and then a couple other people. It's, it's a pretty good show. Mm. Anyways. It sounds like a great it's show. It's about their detectorists. Yeah. But yeah, I don't, I don't know. I just don't think people are losing Rolexes on the beach enough I think for, that, for yeah. me to go get a, a metal detector. And I think a lot of the pirate gold has maybe already come ashore maybe. Yeah. But... I, I, you know what I was getting into on YouTube, kind of one of those spirals was um, magnet fisher, magnet fishing. How does that work? So it's like a, I think it's like a rope with a heavy duty magnet on the end. Oh, you mean to like pull stuff out of the water? Out of the water, yeah. I think that's how they get the scooters out of the Baltimore. It is, yeah. But they, so people will go to places where maybe there's a lot of crime and just Guns. pull out guns bags of jewelry like crazy stuff oh that's where fun. is this happening probably New York. Uh, i think there's actually a meetup in fells point on i think thursday nights that fishes and they found a gun before but they yeah they go magnet fishing and now do you turn that gun in uh i guess it depends how nice of a gun it is <laughs> uh, uh, yeah i think you're you have to but if you went by the hanover street bridge and went magnet fishing over there, dude, you probably pull up enough guns to fund like the next generation. Of Wait, which shows. one's a Hanover? Oh, that's the one that we ran over. Yeah, the one that goes from South Baltimore to Curtis 
like but, Cherry yeah. Hill. Oh yeah. I mean, dude, you know, there's so many guns <laughs> in that water because it's such a hard, like it's, it's like a, like you just throw them, right, you just throw them right over the bridge. So you're saying we should get some scuba gear, or just a boat, uh, a up. little Boston right. whale or something. Yeah. Uh, I, I mean, that is the kind of thing where I could get into that. <laughs> Come home. I mean, it's treasure hunting, really. Yeah. I mean, yeah, guns are expensive. Yeah. Or other stuff. Who knows what's, what could be in there? I don't know. Yeah, I can't think of anything else but nails. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, yeah, now that you mention it, I Probably don't know. I get a lot of nails. A lot, a lot of, of railroad nuts. spikes. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> For no reason. I hope you're enjoying your run right now. <laughs> um, if you're out there. Yep. If you see me magnet fishing along the water, give me a do, shout do out. Do you know how you can uh, find gold in your house without any kind of detector or magnets? I feel uh, like you're trying to make a segue here that's going to be ridiculous. It's definitely a product pitch. No, it's it's Megan's Bagels. Mm-hmm. I don't see the connection. They, mm, like f- figurative gold. Yeah. You're not putting gold flakes on your... You know how like you, that when, would be good when people put gold flakes on a burger or things like that, or in their vodka. Yeah, what's that all about? It's rich. You're 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 super wealthy. Real traces of gold. Is it real gold? Yeah. The whole thing with Goldschlager was that it was um, some real gold put into the bottle. I mean, you know that gold like uh, leaf stuff. Yeah, I think there's gold in that. Can is it gold? There's just Real gold of edible purity is perfectly safe to eat as it just passes through the body. Nice. I just don't understand so how there's gold. There's so much gold in the world when I've been told that there's so little gold in the world. That's to keep you under the thumb. I read somewhere that the amount of gold in the world is equal to like the first 15 feet of the Washington Monument or something like that. That like doesn't you, sound like, like a if ton. you put it all together. That doesn't sound like a lot. I know. That's why I'm saying I feel like I'm been lied. I've been lied to about that. I definitely think you've been lied to because I'm sure Fort Knox has enough gold that it would go. Yeah, man. Central banks. <laughs> Dude, have you been to New York City? Just go into <laughs> one of those jewelry stores. I have been to New York City. Yeah, there's. But that's what I'm saying. I just I like a real number about how much gold there is in the world. But speaking of. And I want to get back to Meg's bagels, but... Did you make them? Did you see... Oh, man. I just got... Crossed my wires there. <laughs> Sorry. I don't have gold wires going on in here. That's straight. Um, Continue. Stainless steel. About it. Copper. Wa- sta- yeah. Uh, the... Did you see the gold ASIC Super Blast? I yeah. did. Yeah. Those are pretty that sick. That looks nice. Yeah. That was a good move. was a good um, move. I like how it said one of one. I'm like, I'm pretty sure you can just spray paint your shoes to do exactly that. I mean, that's how we did those Mario trophies. Yeah. Um, so did you, I didn't make your bagels yet. I saw, I saw that some people have, but you put out the recipe last week on the website and it looked pretty, pretty easy. Robbie, there was like, we got like 50 people sending us, uh, bagels. People Wait, are photo? making the bagels. Oh, like photos? Like it's insane. In fact, I'm going to check in with Jen Scramenti right now because she sent me a photo of her bow dog. Her, <laughs> her bow dog? Oh, you got the stainless steel wiring. What is a bow too. dog? <laughs> I, sure do. I don't even know what I was trying to say there. Blip. Um, Her dough. Her dough. And, uh, bagel see. dough is probably what you're trying to say. I, I think Bow so. dough. I like it. I like it. 
Yeah. So yeah, we got several pictures of people doing it, which is kind of crazy if you think. But about you said it. fifty, and then you said several. Uh, well, I, it which, could have been more than fifty. Oh, which was the more accurate one? Probably above fifty. I I was pretty wow. impressed with people's like. I mean, we put it up there last week, and people made them all weekend. Well, that's the thing. Like, you got to do a little prep. You got to get the ingredients. And you recommended the bread flour, right? Because I think that makes a difference. Yeah. Wait, what's the? What do you mean the bread flour? Well, I didn't say the brand. I just bread flour uh, over regular flour. Oh, okay. Yeah. Like you, here's there's pizza flour. Uh huh. If you make pizza with regular bread flour, it doesn't taste as good. You make it with the pizza flour. Now you're talking. Like I couldn't believe how much difference we could do a whole like you know how we talk about shoes and foams and stuff we could do a whole thing on flour believe in the flour yeah <laughs> flour power i think that would just be like one episode and then that'd be good yeah well it depends what kind of flowers you're getting into because thomas um <laughs> could be could be more than one episode <laughs> um but anyways so you made so the flour that goes into bagels yeah this i is it Sorry. It's a higher protein than a okay, that's what regular was... flour. And that's just for all bagels or just for your kind of bagels? Uh, pretty, I mean, that's what you want to use for all bagels for the most part. Really? This that has higher protein. Mm -hmm. why, is that, why is that? I don't, there's a whole science behind it. that. Huh. I mean, it looked, they looked good. I'm definitely going to try it out. Now, Who's the baker in your house? You or Kimmy? Uh, I mean, I have baked. I've made the Meg Featherston muffins and things like that that's i'm not a, that's that's okay what <laughs> like the blender <laughs> you put everything in a blender Is, do you put in a blender for that yeah. <laughs> it's a blender muffin. okay we'll count it you know i'm not a big i'm not a baker by trade i don't bake cakes and cookies i'm just not that into them yeah so, no me neither um my now my mom has always baked a ton and my sister and uh i, I would say kimmy does more than me though all right, so get, get Kimmy the recipe. Yeah, get her on the bagels. Yeah, and she, um, everyone loves bagels, so I'm into it. Now, if you could, what's your perfect breakfast sandwich? Like, is it just a bagel and cream cheese? Is it? No, is I'm, I'm going to go classic bacon, egg, and cheese. Okay. I like that. I would probably go sausage, egg, and cheese. Now. My favorite bagel is I have her making jalapeno uh, parmesan. Okay. Now is it scrambled egg or just like what's the egg situation? Uh, I, I don't mind fried. Okay, you go fried, and then thick cut bacon. No, because I want to be able to bite it. And sometimes when you get that thick cut, true, you get hung up, and then you pull a whole slide of bacon out, mm -hmm. and you're like, just ruin my sandwich. Yeah. And now, do you put anything, any condiments on that as well? Uh, I assume there's butter on okay. it hot sauce I, like, hot sauce, mayonnaise hot sauce. oh mayonnaise oh, oh my gosh i know you know what it's uh, disgusting okay. <laughs> i want to try <laughs> it really Wait, you put mayonnaise on your egg sandwich yeah but if you mix it with say like uh you know mix a little aioli type situation aioli it's wait, mayonnaise. you're putting mayonnaise and aioli? Well, aioli is mayonnaise. That's what I'm thinking. I'm just saying, like, if you put no, I'm saying if you do that, egg salad with, sandwiches are mayonnaise. Yeah, uh, make make put some hot sauce or something like that. Actually, usually I just put hot sauce maybe or, so, or something like that on it. Okay, that versus mayonnaise is very different. Yeah, maybe I mi do a little bit of each. <laughs> okay, mix it up, mix it in there. I'm not a mayonnaise hater the way Megan is. Yeah, you're. I mean, I'm not a 
I used to be way into mayonnaise, but I'm probably probably dialed it back. But I appreciate a good <laughs> a good dollop from time to time. <laughs> now they got the squeeze bottles. Yeah, man, I petitioned for the squeeze bottle for years before that happened, and especially with this sour cream squeeze bottle, that was boom changed the game. Right, morning to night. Okay, right there, Megan, what would you rather have a teaspoon or tablespoon of mayonnaise or of sour cream sour cream oh sour cream like straight up head yeah. to head sour cream yeah but on a on a type of sandwich taco. sandwich then yeah i mean tacos obviously sour cream but yeah i don't think anyone's doing mayonnaise on tacos right Ugh, let's hope not that's that'd be weird if you're eating mayonnaise tacos, <laughs> why, why would that be weird though? It seems like it would work. I don't know. I don't think so. Okay. <laughs> but, uh, well, have you? Ha- so People I tr- listening to this and running. So right what now I'm mad dying. about, yeah, what I'm mad about is that I tried to turn you on to Taylor Ham, but the it's like basically spam. But mm-hmm. New Jersey people from New Jersey are really into it, and they we we ordered it once when we were in Boston. It was like pork roll, egg, and cheese sandwich. But the, I was so mad because it, it wasn't good. They didn't fry it. They just straight up cut it and put it on, which is gross. Like, yeah. you don't want raw spam. I mean, I, mean, I guess it's, it's cooked, cooked but, but you got to fry that up. That's a salty, crisp, crisp, salty meat. Crisp it up. Yeah. And so they really failed on that. And now I'm, I'm unsure if you're ever going to go back to it. To that place? No, just to try a Taylor egg and cheese. Oh, for me? Yeah. I would. Okay. Dude, I, I'm, I'll eat spam. All right, cool. Like, I don't, I don't care. All right, we're on to it. I eat Scrapple. That's got to be the yeah. grossest thing that you can possibly do, and, and I eat that. I'm, I'm not very into Scrapple. I mean, my family loves it. They make, they make it. Yeah. Can I'm you, just not let's just tell it. people what is in Scrapple. It's basically head meat yeah, it's, mixed with cornmeal. Yeah, exactly. It's essentially all the stuff you don't use that's, like, boiled down and then... Um, and then mix exactly like mix with cornmeal and then like poured into loaf container yeah loaf yeah. containers, but um, yeah my family makes it in a they make it like in a big kettle outside it's like Amish style oh wow over an open fire that's some crazy stuff <laughs> it's right there wild. um Meg would you eat head meat no face meat no mm. I know that okay. Yeah, I mean, Thomas had plenty of that available a couple months ago. Yeah. <laughs> what? But his Let's face is the, falling off. Yeah, the nuclear <laughs> okay. stuff. Yeah. All right, second check-in. I'm kind of wondering if you're getting enough sleep. I saw you there. Were you yawning because Robbie was droning on about one of his stories again? Or were you not getting enough sleep? I'm going to guess it's the other because Robbie's endlessly entertaining. So you need to make sure that you're getting, I don't know, I think they say six to eight hours a night. And uh, if you have one of them watches or something, you can track it. But make sure you're getting some rest. Get that rest. It helps with the training. Your paces will get faster. All right. So next weekend, we're heading up to New York City with the Trained NYC crew. We are going to be running slash racing the 5th Ave Mile on Sunday the 10th. And we are hosting a shakeout run the day before, Saturday the 9th. It will be out of the New York Roadrunners Run Center featuring the New Balance Run Hub. It's starting at 8 a.m., but you're going to want to get there early if you want to try on some shoes. Also, we are giving away a super piece of custom Believe in the Run swag. Are we announcing that or just telling people? I mean, why not tell them? It's basically like, you know, those 
sling bags that everybody's using these days. From, are we allowed to say the brand? Yeah. No. No. Wait, time out. It's, it doesn't have Boko gear on it. No, he's thinking Lululemon. Yeah. Oh. Are we allowed to say it looks like that? You, yeah, you could say it looks like one of them Lululemon bags. You can say, you can say it. Lululemon everywhere belt. All right. So uh, we're giving away a sweet, sweet custom swag that we've kind of, if you're going to recognize the colors on the swag when we get to the New York City event. I don't want to tell you too much more about that. But Meg, what kind of bag is it? It's a sling bag. It looks a lot like uh, one of those Lululemon bags. Um, it's awesome. Yeah. So it's got a thicker strap. You throw it over one shoulder and then it has like, Two pockets, so you could put like your wallet in one and your sunglasses, phone stuff Man. in the other one. And they're, we're just giving those away. We're just giving those away. Yeah. The first, I think, two hundred. Yeah. So we'll have um, an RSVP page set up. Uh, we'll put a link in the description of this podcast that you can click through to. Uh, the route is going to be a three mile shakeout run just through Central Park, um, and then we'll have coffee, bagels, and New Balance shoes to try on. Yeah, we can chit chat, take photos, all that stuff. And uh, Meg, the bag that we were talking about, should we? Uh, should I throw up the mock-up that we created, the design? Sure. On the, we can show the picture of it. All right, but, and we'll put yeah. the details in the description for that. Yeah. Um, so definitely RCP and come run with us. Man, I just realized I have to run a mile fast in like ten days. Mm -hmm. What? Yeah, <sighs> it's gonna hurt real bad. Dude. If I if I do a workout tomorrow, what should I do? Run as fast as you can for a mile. Just a mop. I don't want to show my stripes before the big day. Okay, do an 800. Okay. Two 800s, <laughs> back to back, no rest. <laughs> you, I got it. Or you could do four. Four, four 400 repeats, yeah. no rest. It's like a baker's dozen. Yeah, eight 200s. <laughs> All right. Um. Yeah, I Are guess you, we'll see. No, but seriously, what should I do if I... <laughs> <laughs> start just start doing some strides, as, strides after your run and then maybe do some 400s okay and then get up there and race a mile some people are saying it's downhill we should no run. i've heard it's not i've heard it's hilly and it's a slight uphill at the end oof right when you need it mm -hmm. and where where on fifth what's you gonna wear i'm i have to wear the sc elite right yeah yeah what what other shoe would you wear I'm. I think I'm going to go back to the RC two. The RC really? two. What a wild No, the situation. RC one. Whoa. It's the RC one because it's it's. Vazi, How old is that? The Vazi the phone's prism. Probably dead. No, no, it's fuel cell that I've never touched. Um, it's on a pair of like limited edition ones. I'm thinking about it. I'm going to try them on, but it's I'm going to wear my white SE threes. Oh, is that the um, green and white ones? Yeah. What were those? I forget. Something for school like for kids part. or something. Yeah. You know what I also have though? Kids to, re to learn to read <laughs> good. And, and want to. <laughs> kids who can't read well but want to. <laughs> All right. Sorry. Continue. No, I don't even know what I was going to say. Shoes. Shoes. Um, you were saying you're going to wear the, uh, what did you say? I'm just going to wear the SC Elite 3s, the white ones. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, probably same. Yeah. And I mean, if I don't, I'll wear those. Well, do you know where it starts on Fifth Avenue? I looked at the map one time. I don't remember. It's like along the park. Okay. You know what I could wear? And is it Trump Tower, I'm guessing? Yeah. <laughs> the, they're, un sure. they're under embargo, but I could wear um, my New York SE trainers. 
Um, or SE Elite. You don't have those. You have the. I do have the New do? York oh. SE Elite. No, you can't wear those. I can. Okay. Just can't talk about it. All right. If someone snaps a picture. Not your not, fault. Not my fault. Yep. Just sitting here running a mile. All right. Speaking of shoes, let's talk about All the right. elephant in the room. Or wait, you have something to say, Robbie? Oh, well, I was going to say we didn't talk about worlds. Oh, we yeah. didn't talk about worlds. I don't know. I, I actually did. Shout out to Val for her silver medal. One of my favorite ASICs athletes that doesn't run. Yeah, she's great. Did you watch this weekend? It was actually really fun. I didn't. I saw some of the YouTube videos. Okay. But and I, I, shout out to whoever's doing the YouTube videos now because it doesn't give away the winner and the title where NBC Sports, it, it drives me insane. <laughs> like for all the Olympics Sha- and everything Shakira else. Richards wins. Yeah, they yeah. they hundred meters. They will always put the that who wins in the title of the video, and I'm like, come on, like I have to say, she came out as one of my favorites of the entire event. She did okay. Yeah, Kari Richardson. Yeah, yeah, she did. Um, yeah, I mean, it was pretty cool to see for sure. I the four by one hundred that was insane. insane. Like I have oh, to say, yeah, that race I did see that. As much as I've tried not to become a track person. <laughs> Yeah, you watching that stuff, and I was just like, "Okay, that I, this this was pretty amazing." Yeah, and man, did you see at the end when she so Meg was out for her run? She didn't realize that the one four by one hundred was going on, so I recorded it on my phone and sent it to her, and for some reason it wouldn't play. But when she got back, I showed it to her, and that finish where she they, runs into the other guy. And like it almost looks like a body slam. Like they, yeah, they when they him. went to hug the Americans, yeah, yeah. And then the, um, I mean, it was interesting watching Jakob Ingebrigtsen and his performances, yeah, because he was like pretty cocky straight up. And then uh, he had some trouble. Finished second in the fifteen hundred, which was a amazing. How race. about that blowout? Yeah, that, that was, was insane. Because that dude just, um, shoot, what's his name? I, the British one. guy, yeah, Josh Kerr. Yeah. Um, he he, the way he, his kick was just ridiculous. That was a crazy. So we were watching. I think it, it might have been uh, even a slow mo of the one hundred finish, and their bodies were like flat going mm-hmm. across, and their legs were moving so fast that even the camera wasn't capturing well. their their legs. So it's almost like the remember in the cartoons where they used to draw that circle <laughs> yeah. and the. They, like their top of their bodies is just going, and yeah, their legs were just flying. But yeah, yeah is oh yeah, it's crazy how fast they go. But I don't know. He, I I like Jakob Ingerbissen because I like the swagger. I think running needs that. But at the same time, it is always a little bit satisfying to see someone yeah. get knocked down a peg. <laughs> <laughs> um, but then he came back and won the five thousand meter. And yeah, that was a fun race to watch too. I don't know. He said he had the flu the whole week or was sick, but me too. Doesn't everyone? <laughs> um, we actually recorded the women's marathon and then I got up and watched it in the morning, mm. which was it was pretty good. It was it was a little bit of anti yeah. Lindsay yeah. Flanagan was the first American, yeah, right? ninth overall. I ninth, think. yeah. I mean, she killed it. She was awesome. I yeah. think she was super happy. You know, we're always rooting for Kira as well, and mm-hmm. and I, I don't think she had the finish that we were hoping for. No, I think she was expecting to be higher up there too, but, I mean, it was 80 degrees. Oh, yeah, that's you, no one knows what's happening yeah. at that point. 
And who is the other American woman running? Uh, Susanna Sullivan. Okay, yeah. She didn't have a great day either, I don't think. But our, our uh, British. Oh, Natasha Wodak. Yeah, she or Canadian, I'm sorry. Yeah, Canadian. I know she, what you meant. She crushed it. I think she came in 15th. Um, cool. Yeah, she's 41 years old and running wow. sub 230. Like, it's just crazy. Yeah, that is crazy. That was the other crazy thing, the numbers of how many people came in sub 230. Mm-hmm. Mm. Well, yep, that was that, and UTMBs this weekend for yeah. all you trail lovers, so we'll see what happens there. Final check-in. I told you this this one was going to be all over the place, and we really have wandered around during this podcast, so hopefully you're still with us, enjoying it, and uh, I'm just going to wrap things up for you. Remember, stay in your lane, stick true to your training, do those easy runs easy, hit those hard workouts hard and get some rest. See you next week. And speaking of UTMB, Adidas Terex announced their super shoe, but speaking of super shoes, oh, and the Coros, Coros is coming, oh yeah, Coros dropped their two new models, the Apex 2 Pro Chamonix edition. And, I like how you said Chamonix. Yeah, I see, yeah. Je, je ne sais quoi. Ah. Is that the thing? Yeah. It is, that's yeah. French. It's yeah, delicious. We talked about it last week. Um, and then the... Bon Appetit. <laughs> Jesus. Yeah. Gracias. Um, and then the... Oh, the Chorus. There's a Chorus Pace 3 that just came out this week, which looks pretty sweet. Okay. I've been you wearing it. it. Oh, so yeah, yeah. here's what happened. And this is, is a good... This is a good... You just got to check in an airport. So here's what happened. So honestly, the Apex Pro 2 went to Megan... And she was going to uh, try this out because Megan runs the most miles, does the thing, right. battery life, all that stuff. So we got it, and she was like, it's too big. Yeah. She didn't like the way it fit. It was too big on her wrist. Yeah, it's a little big. But and I was getting the Pace 3. Yeah. So Pace 3 is the $229 watch, which I think is one of the best values in GPS watches out there. Oh, for sure. And it's got a 39-hour 30, battery. Yeah, 38 hours They're, of GPS tracking, mm-hmm. like 24 days of uh, it lasts forever. So I, I was supposed to get that. Being right. the gentleman that I was, I was like, you can have the Pace 3. I'll, I'll take the Apex I Pro mean, it's, 2. It's, this and one you fits love it. My, yeah, man. no, it makes sense. The Pace 3 weighs... Uh, it was like literally weighing me down. It weighs 30 grams. It has... It's actually smaller than that the last 30 one, grams? which is crazy. There's no, it's weird that it's smaller. Thinner, maybe. It's thinner and the 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 screen is bigger. It's a, the screen itself is bigger, but the case is smaller. Okay, I and will, I will tell you the band is wider. The GPS yeah. is noticeably more accurate. Really? Than my Apex too. Oh, interesting. No, you or have the Apex. Apex one. 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 Yeah, you had the one. Okay. Yeah. Um, um. But yeah, and it's got the new heart rate sensor sensor on it too. Yeah. So before it had one sensor, and now it, it's got four. It also has a touchscreen, and it also has onboard uh, like music. So yeah, I haven't I haven't tested all these features yet. Which, wait, how do you do the onboard music? Uh, I think, I think you just uh, smash a CD. I think you put a <laughs> USB drive in that on the side. Do you? Um, like LimeWire? I don't know. Does I'm always too like, if you have to do anything that involves more than connecting a cord to a watch, I'm. I'm good. <laughs> I don't listen to music on the run anyway, so I don't care. So, but the, um, 
Yeah, for $229, the Corvus Pays 3 is crazy. I feel like it's a crazy good deal. I don't know. What does that say? Let me, let me. I'm looking at my watch trying to pair up music. No headphones found. Oh. Uh, yeah. I got to have headphones in? Yeah. Oh, wait. Is it? It doesn't have in a the watch. Computer. It doesn't have a speaker on it. <laughs> no, but I thought it was pulling from this. Oh. And then I would just play it. Oh no! It it doesn't have Bluetooth. It's not like streaming through Spotify. So you actually have you actually to have to add put music, music to, to it. it. Yeah, like old i like an iPod. Back. Which, by the way, are are you in? Are you, do you have any interest in just bringing back the iPod? I love the iPod Shuffle for running. That was one of the best. You made your playlist. It clipped onto your shorts. Yeah. You didn't have to have a phone with you. I kind of just want the tactile feel of the click wheel. I want that back in my life. I like that. that so are you like carrying it in your hand when you're running? No, I just want it for general usage. I I liked the iPod Shuffle that didn't have a screen. Yeah, like you just clipped it onto your pants. Now, if they could do that, that with nice. Bluetooth, so that because before you had to put the headphones on, they could do it. But that would be amazing because it's such a small little thing that you carry two hundred songs, just clip it to your thing. I'm you surprised they. I'm actually surprised they don't still make that. I, I feel like you could get a good sell a good amount with athletics. Yeah, I mean. Yeah, it's I, a, it's I'm sure you could thing. still buy, but yeah, oh yeah, you had to have it plugged in before, right? You, there's no Bluetooth version of that. It, it had the jack for the headphone, but like if you had a Bluetooth and it was just a little square like that that you could clip onto your shorts, yeah, you didn't feel. I mean, I guess they're figuring that everybody's going to go to a watch and uh, or phone. I guess you know, they sell the Apple Watch. I don't know. I still like. I think I think click, maybe click, click, I click, bet click, in click. ten years, kids are going to go crazy for. I, but they'll do a re-release of like I still have one I still have one that's probably got 4,000 songs on it and it works yeah which what uh, generation it's like the white one with the click so, wheel did it have the steel back yeah yeah it, that's when they made good products okay back I, then I gotta tell you I got really upset because I lent it to a friend who was going on an ultra run this is back years ago that's a there's your first mistake he, he put it in a vest and let it jostle around, dude. Like the screen got completely oh, scratched up, man. and he and like he totally destroyed. It. And this is a dude who had loads of cash, and just gives it back to me. Like, really? Like, uh, why did he just buy his own? Well, that's the thing. But it's all because I had all that music on there. Oh man! But, that's the other thing. When you had that curated collection of music, mm -hmm. it was so nice. And so he he gives it gives it back to me. It's trashed. And he doesn't even he doesn't even acknowledge that I gave him a beautiful piece of hardware. Right. Do you want to say Please his name me. out loud? No. Call him out. No. All right. Just was his name Chris? No, you know who you are. Just, just throwing out names, to see if they stick. Well, you're we'll just, be here for. Are you throwing two out hours. Chris because he's he's? That's he, a common name. Okay. No, not. Did, is there a Chris that's harmed you in your life? I know there's a Chris Hogger that's harmed Megan <laughs> in, all, in all her races. <laughs> We call, I like that we called him out two weeks in a row. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah. Anyways. Right. I think we should get. Let's do the shoe let's, talk. Let's, boom, boom. let's get talk, to it. Let's talk about shoes. It's a big one this week. Mm, that Thomas overhyped. It's big. Hey. How much time do we have? We're an hour in. I don't. Be a record for the shoe talk. I don't <laughs> think we are. I don't think that I overhyped this shoe. I overhyped a shoe. I No, I hyped. A shoe that I tried on that felt like it was the thing. That was deserving of the hype, said hype. Yeah. This is going to be interesting because on Monday we had we interviewed the Adidas Terex 
uh, head of elite racing. So also named Robbie. Robbie, yeah, not as cool as me, but it wasn't Adidas <laughs> Terex. It was Adios. Oh, did I say Adios? I'm sorry, yeah. Adi Zero. Yeah, yeah, my yeah. bad. Uh, too many Adidas products coming out this week. We had to kind of dance around this one. Uh, yeah. So this is the Primex Two Strung. Um, the first one, the first strung version of the Primex, which if nobody knows right here, yeah, it's the yeah, shoe that. that's 50 millimeters in stack height, light strike pro midsole, uh, energy rods in, in the first version or yeah. Um, both first version, the one with strung and without $300 shoe, kind of a hit with a lot of people. It was so fun. Yeah. It's a fun shoe. It's, I mean, we talk about it illegal because it's 50 millimeters and you're not supposed to go over 40 for competition. Right. But for the average runner, the person out there having a good time, we don't need to worry about that. And this shoe has the bounce and the pop and the feel. It's a little heavier. This one weighed 9.7 ounces. Version one. Version one. we're talking about right now. This one, Robbie, how much do you think it weighs? Version two, uh, I'm going to guess 11 ounces. 11.7, so it's two ounces heavier than the predecessor. So That's right there off the bat, you're going in the wrong direction. I mean, this is the heaviest shoe I own. I, I'm pretty sure it is for me, too. It's 9.25 ounces for my women's size 8, which is a half size too big for me, but, I mean... Yeah, that's the other thing is that this this version also runs at least I would say at least a size long. I I felt it was fine. I went a half size down. Was, I think it was still too big for me. But the real problem with this weight is it's all beneath your foot. Mm-hmm. Like the strung upper is light. It's this new knit tongue is actually quite nice. Yeah, it's really yeah. Nice. Um, it had a, a not not a knit in tongue last time, and now it's integrated into the shoe. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so for those listening, the whole deal with the newest version is that it's still like 50 millimeter stack height in the midsole. It has a three layers of foam. So there's a top layer, then there's a carbon infused plate, then there's a middle layer in the forefoot, and then there's a bottom layer. Oh, sorry. Then there's another carbon infused plate and a yeah. bottom layer. So yeah. there's two plates, three levels of foam. Uh, and what that should do create like a trampoline type effect a spring right and so imagine if you had two plates with a little thing in the middle bounces bounce 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 um bounce with me and is that the case it does do that it doesn't it it is bouncy it is it's super bouncy it's got pop off the toe for sure and the toe spring is a little more aggressive than the original Mm -hmm. the or at least it feels more aggressive with that with that piece in there. The problem is, I don't remember it feeling heavy when we had it at the running event. Yeah, and granted, we ran a total of twenty feet in it at the running <laughs> event. Yeah, but but it also it, had it was definitely a different shoe. Yeah, hundred percent. It had a different foam in between the two plates. Yes. And they're saying it's not a different foam. It definitely was. The, the one that we saw was totally different. And it had... It also had a gap in the yeah, front. Yeah, there was a gap in the front and the back, whereas this has the filled... The foam fills it in... All the way to the, the toe. The whole way to the toe, which obviously is going to create a less pronounced effect. It's going to dampen... And, and that's the more. thing. Maybe it is the same foam, but maybe the way that the where the puck goes and 
It doesn't have, like, when I tried it on at the running event, I felt like I was going to bounce my way out of the out of the room. Same. And I was like, is it, was that just a placebo effect? We are just excited to see the shoe? I don't think it was. I think it genuinely felt crazy. Like Yeah, so for me, I, that was the most anticipated shoe to get this year. Like, I was so excited to get this shoe. This is, like, I was like, if this is what I think it is, this will be my marathon shoe. And, this is the whole mamma jamma. And we made, in hindsight, I think we made the mistake of saying, alluding to that too often, saying, oh, this is going to be the shoe that changes everything, blah, 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 which probably my fault to some degree since I was in charge of some of the articles. But we did, <laughs> but, but we did think that. Definitely. Yeah. I, def, when I tried it on, it I felt, was like, this is something I've never felt before. Yeah, it felt unlike anything else. And then when we, even when you tried this on without running it, you kind of knew. Uh, I was like, it feels different. Yeah. And then Meg was going out for a speed workout and I was going out for a speed workout. And Meg was like, I'm like, why aren't you wearing the uh, Primex too strong? And she's like, it feels too heavy. I was like, there's absolutely no way. Well, I was also doing like 800s or something. And I'm like, you can't possibly try and do that in these shoes. And like, that's what's sad is because I felt like, like there's a couple times when I was forced to run fast, like trying to cross the street before the light turned red. <laughs> and then you're like, oh, this, you kind of feel that magic. But, or if you're going downhill, it's kind of nice. But to get to that speed, it's so. Well, that was the thing. So, so much. And it, it's, you can't really keep it going super fast because you just feel like you're. Because you have bricks weight. on your feet. Yeah. Well, Meg, Meg decided not to. And I was like, she's crazy. I'm taking these out and I had speed work. So I'm out there and I'm like, when I'm warming up, I'm like, I can feel the bounce. I feel the 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 toe. I'm like, okay, we'll see how it goes when I get to my intervals. And I think at the time I had eight or ten intervals. And I started doing them. I was like, wow, the shoe, like you feel when you try to pick it up, you feel the weight. Of, of the shoe right and we've had some heavier shoes like even i'll say the nike infinity rn which is a heavier shoe yeah but for some reason because it's like distributed entirely over your foot it feels lighter than it is where this one i think because all the weight is on the bottom of your foot it started to feel real heavy so when i was trying to turn over the harder i, I felt like i was working against the shoe to try to get my paces up yeah I was able to do the workout, but it was it was a tough one. Like I felt like I was working against against the shoe. So I didn't do any more speed workouts in it. But then later on, I did uh, I did a ten mile like easy run with the bastards, and it, which was a little faster than my easy pace, and it felt great. I just cruised along, really like, set it and forget it, and I was just like, this feels great, going a little faster than easy pace. I mean, I don't know. Maybe it's just because. Do you think it matters that if you're on the lighter end of the spectrum, that it's a shoe this heavy is going to make you feel a lot? I do. I think there's two things that are going to play into it. I think if you're a heavier, and it's funny because we had uh, Alex Herms and um, Chad in yesterday filming our big guy shoe reviews. And I'm like, for those guys, the shoe is going to be amazing for a couple of reasons. One, you've got all that cushion underneath your foot. So when you're landing and your dude is over 200 pounds or so, yeah, this cushion is going to feel great. 
Two, you're going to really compress that foam under the toe. So you're going to get the most, like, oh, right. I feel like maybe you and Megan yeah. aren't applying enough pressure with your lighter weight. What do you weigh? 110? Me? Yeah. What 135. 135. Megan, you're less. Um, the, uh, <laughs> yeah. the, when you land on this, I don't think you guys are going to compress the spring mechanism yeah, as much as a dude or well and they said that the foam they said the foam in between at least in the production model is a it's not the same light strike pro that's on the top and the bottom it is a more resilient foam because it is getting pressed between two plates mm -hmm. so right so if you're not putting it, more force it down does on feel it, different yeah yeah so i do think that maybe i get an advantage because i don't you guys truly didn't like this shoe. Like I, th you gave yours away and Ma Meg well, to another reviewer. Yeah. yeah, but for someone else to try, right? Meg, Meg, what? I mean, because you still ran fifty miles in it or so. Yeah, because I kept wanting to like it. I wanted it to, to work for me, and it just okay. So just, you ran probably the most of any of us. So I, yeah, I, what were I, your her and I about even? Okay, on. okay. I, yeah, I just, I can't get over the weight. Like, I couldn't get into a good rhythm because it just felt so bottom heavy. And that's where we do differ because on, like, I found myself enjoying the shoe for easy runs and for for the little bit of pickup in pace that I did on Saturday for the 10 miles. And my legs felt amazing afterwards. Like I Like, the cushioning, everything was perfect for that. So for me, I was like, this is a really good shoe for easy running and cushioned running and feeling that bounce. The problem is it's $300. Yeah. And I know that there's other shoes that I could get that satisfaction from. For right. half the price. Well, yeah. I wore the um, Brooks Ghost Max today. Mm -hmm. And that felt... Oh, you finally got it? Yeah. What do you think? It's nice. Yeah, I like that shoe. I felt like that was a good um, kind of just balance of everything. It's not too heavy. I, I too knew you'd heavy. like it. Feels durable. Like, yeah. So and I, the cushioning falls into the Robbie zone of not too mushy. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. So I did. I actually did like that shoe a lot. So I'll probably run in that some more. And but in terms of maybe like the super shoe stuff, the New Balance SC Trainer, the V1. I feel like that's like the limit of my like heaviness combined with max stack type thing so you're talking like the light green se trainer yeah i felt like that was like a great shoe but that's about as far as i'm willing to go on the weight on the weight scale yeah. well i mean this is two ounces heavier than the previous version so this is actually lighter than the se trainer the first version or the second or the primex too strong the primex strong the original one is lighter than right the, the SE trainer. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And like I feel like you get it it's the same kind of stack feeling kind of yeah, right the, feel. But the the, again, this is still three hundred. But I'm saying on the second one, like that's just too it's just too heavy. Too heavy. Yeah. For me. I don't know. I would say that like I, I probably I can I could see myself running it again. Like I'm not throwing it into my pile of never running that that again. Um I probably will. The problem that I would have as like recommending it to someone, I don't know that I could recommend. There, it they 
the fun of the bounce off the toe is not enough for me to recommend it to someone for the price. I do. I am interested to see if Chad or uh, Alex review the shoe, uh-huh. what they think, because I do. I, I have a feeling it will be a different experience. Now, when we were talking to Adidas, though, they were saying that the spring makes up for the fact that it is heavier, which I don't know that it does. But I'm thinking when you talk about lightweight, if you look at their pro athletes who tested this shoe and signed off on right. this shoe, those guys are not heavy dudes. I mean, but maybe they actually work out other muscles, <laughs> unlike me. So maybe they are just stronger in general, and it doesn't. Do you think that matters? I no, because here I ran in the. I wanted to see the difference between the because I'm going to finish my written review today. So I wanted to see the difference between the original and this mm-hmm. one. The cushioning underfoot is similar enough with this one being two ounces lighter. I don't know why you would go right with the Primex Strung 2. I don't know. And I'm wondering, yeah, and I do wonder where all the extra weight comes from because I know there's obviously there's an extra the carbon fiber plates, I, but I, they, they're, it's not that they're, much. No, but they're carbon infused. Carbon infused. Yeah, I mean, like I, th- I think plates. the way you lighten it up is you use a full carbon plate, but it'd probably be too expensive. And do I would do a taco shape, so instead of it being two separate plates, it'd be one, one thin thin carbon plate. I mean, the original also has an entire cutout of foam on the one side, that's now filled in. Yeah, oh, that's right. The puck. No, I think. Oh, you like, talking about on this side? Yeah, th- wasn't there a. Uh, yeah, the original. Yeah, like that. But I don't know if you can. Eh. Can you do that with the plate? You can't do that with the plates. Though. Um, I don't. I mean, I I suppose you could, but it looks like if you see this here, Robbie, they've created a bridge. Right from it, but bridge to Terabithia. Yeah, I I don't know about that. Do you know what I'm talking about? Oh, yeah. yeah, of course I do. Okay. Wine, witch in the wardrobe, or something. Yeah, I'm some totally into some of these. Yeah, some of these little niche brands. So Meg's wearing, and I'm wearing um, All World today. And they're, I think, I want to say they're from Chicago now. But um, then we also had Nord Apparel, who was out of Texas. Yeah, and I mentioned then, them last week. Yeah, and then we just got Praise Endurance stuff, which is from Canada. We'll have to do a roundup of all the new brands that we're yeah. into. But all of them are, are good for different reasons. I ran in the praise shorts this morning. I loved them. Yeah, love them. Yeah, they uh, they have like a liner with a little pocket for your phone, but the top layer is kind of similar to like a Van Cortland material. You know what I ran in? Um, sorry, not to interrupt. No, go ahead. Okay. Was um, it a, was it a Legionnaire hat? Uh, it wasn't, but it was a Patagonia the trails Trail Strider Pro shorts. I like those. Very nice. I never run in this. Very nice. I have the. You got them though. Yeah, I got summer. a peach color, and they're really nice and light. They're they're really nice. They remind me of the North Face better than Naked. Isn't that what I told you? I think you did tell. I me. did tell you yeah. that. They're very similar, which obviously I love. Robbie's favorite. And then the the Patagonia Duckbill hat, which is like their classic like mesh hat. Oh, that okay. Yeah, yeah, was yeah. Wearing. And it, but. The whole run, I, I think I came home from the run, and Kimmy was like, "Did you? is that supposed to be in your hat? And I was like, took it off, and 
You know how they have the felt liners in the hats when yeah. you send them? <laughs> yeah. Brand new. <laughs> I ran the whole run with it. Nice. Yeah, right. Which the dudes I was running with were probably like, what's he doing? Because you can see it through the hat. That's amazing. Um, Dome protection. And not good for breathability, I should say. Yeah, I can imagine. So <laughs> remember to take that out. That's good. But yeah, so anyways. Yeah, so we've got lots of gear stuff that I think we should probably get that out soon, especially since uh, it's that transitional season. Oh, yeah, yeah. And Rourke, Rourke run amok. Oh, that stuff. Yeah, and they, did you get the running short too? There's like a new short that they had. I don't think I got their running short. I got the okay. pants, a long sleeve shirt, yeah, I mean, and, a, and a, a button down kind of like that I can't wait for a cooler day to try out. Yeah, they're uh, like casual apparel is on point yeah the, mine is more it's less performance more casual mm-hmm. but that pant i forget the name of the pant What's it's it called, called the layover 2.0 pant. i really like that one but you're probably going to want to go at least a waist size down yeah definitely in it uh because i i went with a 31 inch waist which i kind of like 31 to 32 i'm like right in that range and i think i need to go down to 30 yeah um anyways so that's some of the stuff well, uh, oh yeah, we could probably good to go wrap this up a yeah. little bit, but this is a long one. All right, see you at the Fifth Avenue Mile. Hopefully, yeah. Enjoy making some Megan's bagels, mm-hmm. and then uh, Robbie, uh, if you want to leave stuff at a Dunkin' Donuts counter, we're still accepting donations towards the Robbie Fund. Absolutely, yeah. always. <laughs> um, yeah, All right. and then you can find us at TGI Fridays in Times Square over there. Putting <laughs> up all the local Just, spots. Yeah, wait for us. Yeah. <laughs> um, yeah, right. thanks to Brandon for editing this up. Megan, what do you got to say? Hi, Ma. There you go. Hey, and thanks to our sponsor, Electrolit. Yeah. I feel totally hydrated, and I've just talked for like an hour. Mm, so lit. You need to all drink right. another bottle. Yep, yep, yep. 